0: You gonna put a headset on, or am I doing this alone today?
1: I figured I'd give you a little company for this. Uh. I think I,
0: I was a bad host today. I didn't get us get us any drinks. Nah, we're good. We're all good. You had those it's, salty I crackers. Had enough,
1: I had enough of a drink. I'm uh, walking over here in the absolutely the rain. torrential rain. What's the name of this tropical storm that uh, came and hit us? Fay. Fay. Mm. Faye's kind of a tame name for a hurricane, don't you think?
0: It's not a hurricane, it's a tropical storm.
1: Regardless, Faye is a bit of a tame name.
0: I think it just works off a list, like a database.
1: Do they just go by, like, the first?
0: It's it's alphabetical, and then, like, they have a a list. What would be the most... Like, they have the next F names picked out already.
1: What would be the worst hurricane name that you can think of?
0: Alberta. No, that's actually a really good one.
1: Hurricane Alberta. I, matter of fact, like I if think it's hear... actually happened before. Yeah. I think so.
0: Like, if you hear a Hurricane Alberta's coming, like, you're fucked.
1: What about Hurricane Blanche?
0: Blanche? Blanche sounds like, Meh.
1: Blanche is going to drench you.
0: Like, it might knock, like, your umbrella off your porch.
1: Zeus? That would be a good hurricane name, right?
0: That's, like, biblical. You want to get
1: into, like, Greek mythology?
0: It's, like, biblical, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's cool.
0: Hurricane Zeus is coming. You're you're screwed. Hurricane Dick. Richard. Yeah. Hurricane Richard.
1: Hurricane Richard. Hurricane Dick. What's wrong
0: with that? I mean, it's a name. I don't think it's a hurricane name. It should be. Might be a tropical storm name. Mm. Or a tsunami. Do they name those?
1: I don't know if they name tsunamis. They definitely name hurricanes. (laughs) And as we've seen with Faye, they definitely name tropical storms. But I don't know if a tsunami gets a name. Although you would think a tsunami out of the three of those is probably the worst, right? I mean, tsunami just levels everything in
0: its path. So do some hurricanes.
1: Absolutely. As we've seen in the past with yeah. Katrina and Sandy, two very but, uh, tame names that did enormous amounts of damage. Terrible yeah. situations involved. But hurricanes
0: are way more frequent, you know?
1: Hurricanes are more frequent than tropical storms. And they
0: move and affect a bigger area. I agree. Where a tsunami is just, you know, the shoreline. I
1: agree. But if you're the National Weather Service, the people who tell us and get us pumped up for what's headed our way... What's the name that would instill fear in you when you heard it was coming to towards your home?
0: You knew that Alberta's you had a really good one. You
1: had 40 minutes before it hit your base, your home. What's the name that scares you?
0: Alberta, or uh, what's another really scary one?
1: Scary name.
0: I mean, like Hurricane Sandy was one of the most devastating ones to our area. Devastating. But That's the name I, I Sandy have, does not instill. fear. I wouldn't fear. have thought that was a scary name.
1: But does, but the name Sandy does not instill fear.
0: So maybe like Maximus.
1: Maximus is coming our way.
0: Hurricane Maximus, category four.
1: Cat four, Max.
0: Yeah, Maximus. 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 But you know Maxwell. Are,
1: but all right, but you know people are going to turn that into Hurricane Max. I don't know if Max is very. Uh, I don't think I've ever met a person named Max that was over the age of seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm uh, I'm just saying.
0: Well, it's a young hurricane. <laughs> it is a, It's a toddler. It's coming for blood.
1: It's a toddler of a hurricane. Episode seven of the Garage Party <laughs> Podcast. Welcome in. This is going to be our UFC two fifty one. Tropical Storm Fay. Tropical Storm Fay came headed in with our way. his umbrella, which I hate. Umbrellas. So if we get cut off, you know that it was not us that cut us off. It was Fay that uh, apparently just took away Billy's. Billy's apartment here. If we get swept away from if we, Faye, if we
0: lose power in the middle of this, that's you right. Will, um, you'll get this a little late.
1: You will get it a little late, most likely after UFC 251 is actually and aired. after
0: uh, Tropical Storm Faye.
1: And after Faye, that's right. If Faye allows us <laughs> to give you our UFC preview, we will give it to you. It's going to come your way in this show. Do you have but, a joke for us to start the show? You, you started. Uh, I, was, on... I was
0: transitioning my way to it, and then you just get, kind of broke up my vibe. All right. Well, you do your thing. No, 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 no. I, I'll circle back.
1: Circle back.
0: I'll circle back. No, no, no. The, the joke is not as it was effective supposed to be, at the end of the show. No, no, no. It was supposed to be like a sneaky one-liner, and you, it it's messed up right now.
1: Did it have to do with the hurricane?
0: Yeah. Well, Damn. rain in general.
1: Okay. All right. You can circle back
0: you would if you just let it flow it would I mean you it, know it was, y- it was, y- you got to give me a heads up it was like uh i i wanted it to be natural it was like two two sentences away <laughs> we'll build back we'll build back we'll
1: build back don't worry you'll yeah. uh, you'll hear billy's joke for, of the day <laughs> coming up soon um our ufc 251 preview we've for lack of a better term, previewed it a lot in our last couple of uh, episodes. We've said that we were going to do this uh, as Fight Island and Abu Dhabi got closer, and here we are. This is going to be the UFC 251 preview, episode 7 of the Garage Party Podcast, streaming on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. A lot's changed since the last time we even discussed the UFC. I think we might have discussed it a little bit two episodes ago. We certainly I don't think we discussed it last episode at all. Uh, Even before
0: th- that, there was a lot to unpack that we right. were saving this entire episode for.
1: Yeah, so the original UFC 251 card, when it was originally announced months back, uh, when we found out where Yaz Island was, it's in Abu Dhabi. Weeks. weeks. Weeks back. Well, I feel like they made the Abu Dhabi announcement probably about a month and a half ago, wouldn't you say? I think it was like three weeks. Three weeks ago? Yeah. Mm, okay. Anyway. Uh, UFC 251, the original card, was built around Kamaru Usman versus Gilbert Burns. The two were teammates. They trained together at the same gym. Kamaru Usman, I think we spoke about it a little bit, backed off, went to a different trainer, um, did the classy thing by allowing Gilbert Burns to kind of get his training in, Kamaru Usman being the champion. Um, Which we did,
0: we did mention some of that.
1: We mentioned some of that. We got into a little bit of that a couple weeks back.
0: And the fact that it was on Yaz Island right. that we got into a little bit, and we also thought it was out on the sand.
1: Yeah, we thought that they were going to be fighting Which on the Which is the, the beach. way they were marketing it. So. Right, and probably a good job by them because I think that got a lot of people fired up. But yeah, we,
0: were, we were picturing it like on a sunset, yeah. a sunrise. Or, but
1: since that day that we spoke about this, <laughs> the whole thing has been blown up, completely blown up. Gilbert Burns getting ready to travel to Abu Dhabi, about to get on the flight, the 20-hour flight from Las Vegas McCarran Airport all the way out to uh, Abu Dhabi. Gets a coronavirus test, and lo and behold, positive. Positive test from Gilbert Burns. He's out. Out. uh, The card is in limbo for about two to three days. Yep
0: no shutdowns
1: no shutdowns the card was in limbo for about 2 to 3 days you heard of rumblings here but i thought at the time that it was mostly just rumblings from eager fans like billy who wanted uh, somebody uh, to step in instantly instantly i think you might have been the first one when you heard gilbert burns was out you i think texted me and you i said, sent you a, i
0: sent you a gif right away of game Bread masvidal right
1: jorge masvidal rumors were there a lot of chatter a lot of rumblings were there All of a sudden, Dana White, the best, I'll say this, the best commissioner in professional sports. He gives the fans what they want more than any other commissioner in professional sports. Still takes
0: takes a lot of shit.
1: Still takes a lot of shit, but you know what? He gets the job done, and he gives the fans exactly what they want. Nine events during
0: a pandemic. Nine events. Nine events. Well, this will be the ninth.
1: And bought an island to have his international fighters fight. Bought an island. Think about that. Bought it. His. UFC. Yaz Island. His. I don't know if he owns it. He's renting it out for a long he amount of time.
0: Definitely facilitated a crazy infrastructure.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Everything on that island now, I think, has been put there by the UFC. So anyway, a lot of chatter, a lot of rumblings. Who's going to step in? I remember it was between Jorge Masvidal and perhaps Colby Covington was another See, name that was thrown out there.
0: A lot of other people were saying it, and I. All right, easy boy. Uh, <laughs> that.
1: That's our security team right there. As he also as, doubles down as our security. As team. soon as this ah. was
0: happening. A lot of people were saying that Jorge really means it, but Kobe was just saying it for the popularity, which I 100% agree with. I think Kobe just likes to stick his name in there, which I don't think he really would have been down to jump on a plane and fight an international opponent on six days' notice and cut weight as Melo's flipping out. (laughs) Yeah, he would have. He would have hopped on the plane. He probably would have. He's on ready. The plane. You Hear him? He
1: is ready. He's ready to fight. He's ready to fight. He's ready to fight that uh, that other dog in the hallway. It sounds like <laughs> it's about to go down. It's almost like you. I think he might be the preliminary card for you versus the alligator. Oh, that's
0: a, that's a big card.
1: Yeah, Stack card taking place right here in Bayside. But uh, yeah, Jorge
0: Gamebred Masvidal stepping in six days six notice days like notice. a gangster.
1: Absolutely unbelievable. Six days notice for Jorge Masvidal steps in. He's gonna he took the fight, took the coronavirus tests, and passed. Passed them all. Passed them all. He's yeah, ready he's, to go. And today
0: four tests deep already. Right.
1: And as we record this as on Friday, says. the day before UFC two fifty one, he he made weight.
0: Championship one, weight too. One
1: seventy lost twenty three and a half pounds. Championship in weight, one seventy. Six days. Six days. No
0: allowance, championship weight.
1: I think a lot of people out there are like, How the hell do I lose twenty three pounds in six days?
0: Yeah. Granted, he's not keeping it off, you know. No, but he's going to fight it. He's cutting it. He's not losing it. He's cutting it.
1: Right. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. So, it's a stacked card out in Abu Dhabi. Um, We're pretty excited about it. We're going to watch it tomorrow night. Uh, We got a nice menu coming. Huge menu coming. The menu is still in works, (laughs) but so far... We keep adding to it. I like the... The foundation with which our menu has been built on. Our menu has been built on uh, l and Gardens, which if you go to our YouTube, where we're also streaming, you can check it out. It's called The Best Pizza Ever Made. It was episode one of our Fat Fuck Adventures. We took a ride into Brooklyn, me and Billy, and we did a whole, uh, we documented our time. You get to see the pizza. You get to see us eating it, the whole nine yards. So check that on our YouTube. But tomorrow, I'm going to take a ride back into Brooklyn, and I'm going to pick up a tray, and uh, we're going to watch. He's going to
0: brave Faye.
1: I'm going to brave Faye. I am gonna brave Faye. Faye's got nothing on LMB. Nothing on LMB. I don't care what people tell me. Faye can be as ruthless as Maximus or Maxwell or Albertimus. Blanche.
0: Albertimus.
1: Albertimus. Could be as ruthless as any of those, or Dick Hurricane Kyle. Dick for that matter. Hurricane it could be as Kyle. ruthless as that. But you know what? Tomorrow, I'm going to brave it. I'm going to go into Brooklyn. I'm going to pick up a tray of L&B Garns pizza for UFC 251. I feel like 251 deserves nothing but the best. Yeah. This is one of the biggest cards in a long time for the UFC. Uh, I think Dana White actually said it today. It's it's gotten more buzz or just as as much buzz as Conor McGregor versus Khabib got.
0: Do you, uh, do you think this will pass a, a million, a seven-figure buy rate?
1: I do. Everybody's home. What are we doing? It's hurricane. Hurricane on the East Coast. What are we doing? Or tropical storm. I'm sorry.
0: See, we always think that, but there's it's the it goes with the names. You know, some of these guys are still to the UFC fans huge stars, but none of these guys can pass that next level like McGregor does, getting the layman fans. You know? I
1: understand what you're saying, but at the same time, the only people that really you also have
0: to factor in that because of the pandemic, no bars and restaurants.
1: Right, but. I think that bars and restaurants get a certain deal where now those people that would have gone to a bar and restaurant are ordering it themselves. Maybe quarantining, not going around to parties. So now more people order it. Individually.
0: And just catering food?
1: Like, almost kind of like what we're doing. Yeah. But I think back to your point talking about none of the fighters on this card have necessarily transcended to the average UFC fan, we'll say. Um, That's true. But to me, the average UFC fan is only... Connecting to maybe three or four guys: Connor, Khabib, John Jones, and Cormier.
0: See, even John Jones doesn't draw the numbers that are seven—you know, so seven-figure buy I, rates.
1: There's a lot, you know. I think that has to do with that he hasn't been around in two years. You know, he has. There's only he's know, one fought, way to tell, but yeah, I mean, he's fought. It, you know, his last couple of fights have been re- of recent. But I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's
0: ever drawn a million-dollar million, dollar, million uh, pay-per-views.
1: You think there's something to be said for that because he's almost too dominant? Nobody actually thinks it's going to be a good fight, quote-unquote?
0: Uh, see, I don't know if I can answer that because I'll watch it. Yeah.
1: you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to watch every event Abu Dhabi and the UFC have You know, to I've been
0: watching it. since UFC 68, and I'll continue to do so. All right.
1: I'm actually new to the UFC game. You actually got me into it a couple years ago, but I've really kicked it into overdrive these last couple months ever since we started doing the podcast. But I think uh, you have a point in terms of you know whether or not these guys are going to relate to the average UFC fan. But this card has gotten a lot of publicity. I mean, I saw Masvidal was on First Take on ESPN. Um, they've done a lot of segments about it on all kinds of sports shows. I mean, FS1, ESPN, yeah. they've, they've covered it the a lot. The adding it's all of Masvidal
0: is what I was going to mention. Huge, was, huge. If anything, this- I think
1: people are going to be curious as to see whether or not he can... Win this thing on six days' notice because
0: I was that. predicting it would be like a 600,000 pay per view buys. Mm-hmm. I think Masvidal might bring it up to like eight, nine, nine hundred thousand.
1: Okay, so it's not going to crack that one million, you don't think?
0: It might for me. Like, I don't, I don't see how anyone doesn't buy it.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't looking at the card, and we'll go over it and we'll give our predictions for the card and, um, you know, see which one of us gets closer. On their predictions, we may even have some of the same picks, but um, I don't see how you could be a UFC fan, whether it be average or diehard, and not be interested in seeing this card, not being interested huge. in seeing Masvidal, Usman, not being interested in seeing Holloway and even Antonovsky. when it was
0: Burns, like yeah, there was a couple fights where I wasn't f- like even now like I'm. Well, not- you
1: had some issues right from the get-go with the bantamweight title fight. Yeah, you thought that well, there should have been some other people involved. I had in that. issues
0: when when it was Burns. Because yeah. it was it was Massadal's shot first, right? You know he would ar- he was already training for Roosman.
1: Now is Gilbert Burns screwed?
0: Um, whoever
1: wins on tomorrow, whoever wins tomorrow, are is their next opponent going to be Burns? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't does, know what's going to work just out.
1: Get coronavirus and that's it. He's he's screwed.
0: I don't know if they'll find. Granted, it also depends on how the fight goes. There mm-hmm. could always be a rematch. If it's competitive and goes all five rounds, you got to imagine Masvidal gets a—and Mas, all loses. you got to imagine he gets a rematch. Yeah, If he sure. wins, you got to imagine there's still a rematch.
1: Mm-hmm. It's also pretty wild, the hatred that these two have for each other. Usman and Mosfadal. and we'll get into that later on. If one on, goes out and completely
0: the outclasses the other— then I think you start to see other other options like a like a Leon Edwards or uh, maybe Covington again. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, in terms of bantamweight, I know you have been a big advocate, and me as well. I love the guy, Aljamain Sterling. I thought he should have been the guy that gets uh, the next title shot, but it's not going to happen right away. It's going to be Poirier and Jose Aldo yeah. who get the first crack at it, and. Um, is Aljamain Sterling next in line? He claims on Twitter all the time that he is.
0: He He's saying title fighter bust. Like, he's not going to take another fight. Right.
1: And that's deservedly so. I think he's earned it.
0: I think this should have been his fight. Because yeah. uh, they put in Jose Aldo. <laughs> Granted, he's one of the greatest featherweights of all time. Maybe the greatest featherweight all time. Other than, also on the card, Max Holloway. Um, but this isn't Aldo's weight class. And I feel like him winning kind of breaks up. The momentum that this weight class has right now, and it's mm. all young, just just a murderer's row right now. Yeah, because even you know, past tenth in the rankings, you got guys like Sean O'Malley. Sean
1: O'Malley, Cody Garbrandt still a, a factor after his uh, dominating win. Even yeah, back even a right now, Garbrandt, you know,
0: another big win. He he's he's in contention. Throws
1: himself right back in the mix. Um,
0: so it, an older Aldo, I feel like holds that up. Not that he's not willing you know of the shot mm-hmm. but uh it's just it was just a weird direction to go and granted he's never had a he's never had a win at phantom weight no people think he may have beaten Marlon Moraes in his uh it was a controversial decision but
1: according it was to the a, stats he lost it was a weird decision for me yeah so that's going to be interesting i mean a lot is going to be determined from what comes out of this card So Jose Aldo, Piotr Jan, most likely is going to get a young buck like Aljamain Sterling next. And then uh, we'll see where the card goes from there. Like Billy said, there's a lot of guys in that class that are young and upcoming. Sean O'Malley being one of them. Uh, He just cracked the top 15 rankings after his last fight, his last win, back about a month ago. Um, So that's an interesting weight class to me, is is bantamweight. But seeing uh, this card, it's just best card in... Overall, ten UFC pay-per-views.
0: I would have to look at like what the, you look what at the card were. as
1: a whole, but thinking about the buzz that this has generated, I think it's probably probably up there.
0: Because like the, uh, it's just a perfect storm to me. So Joanna a
1: better term with Faye hitting us right now.
0: I don't know what number it was, but the card with Joanna and Wei had also had Israel out of and Joao Romero. So like on paper that was huge. Mm-hmm. Granted the fights didn't panic, like yo know, Joanna did, but uh Izzy didn't. Mm, on paper that was really big. This this is this is supersonic. It's really big.
1: Yeah. I could see that. It's gonna be interesting to see. But uh I wanna start off I know you, you said you don't have much to say about this, the first fight that kicks things off on the main card tomorrow, but Page well, Van Zandt... I didn't
0: until I saw the odds.
1: Until you saw the odds, right. That kind of perked you up a little bit as we're uh, we're trying to make a decision on whether or not we're going to play some, some odds on this and some bets on this. But the first fight that will kick off the main card tomorrow night in Abu Dhabi is Paige Van Zant versus Amanda Rebus. Now, Paige Van Zandt, clearly the bigger name. She's a not to say a household name because, again, but... Going back to your point before, the average uh, you UFC You could say fan, she's a
0: household name. She was on, like, Dancing with the Stars yeah. and everything.
1: So not for her UFC fighting, which you made a good point of before, off the air, and you can get into it in a bit. She's
0: one of the biggest names on the card.
1: She's one of the biggest names on the card, and she's probably the least accomplished out of every one of them. And it's not a even close. A thousand percent. And it's a not thousand even close, yeah. yeah. So I think you gave us the stats off the air right before we came on. Uh, eight and four overall as a eight UFC fighter. career. But what he was saying before about the average UFC fan, everybody knows her. And you know her whether or not you're a UFC fan. You could be just a Dancing with the Stars fan and not even know anything about the UFC, and you know who Paige Van Zandt is. So she kicks off the card tomorrow, uh, a huge household name in terms of UFC, and then huge outside of the UFC. So, uh, but in terms of her fighting, her odds, not exactly in her favor. She is predicted tomorrow, Want to give us the official number? I think it's... Plus five fifty, which is one of the biggest underdogs, definitely the biggest underdog on the card, and probably one of the biggest underdogs. Definitely in a long the biggest
0: time. on the main card for sure. I didn't look at like the prelims and everything.
1: Now, in a way, I understand the odds because Amanda Rebus has been fighting the last couple, uh, last couple months, years, whatever. Paige Van Zant has a lot of issues with injuries. She's broken her arm I think three times.
0: Yeah, she's had a few surgeries. Hasn't fought same,
1: since January. Breaking of 2019. the same arm over and over again. Yep, hasn't fought since January twenty nineteen. She's got some issues health wise. I think that she had a baby somewhere in the mix. No. No? Was I wrong about that?
0: No. She got married.
1: She got married? Okay. Okay. So she, there's a had lot. a boob job. Really? I think so. Is that? That's <laughs> it's a, a rumor. It's a, It started by you?
0: That's why she, nah. <laughs> that's why she bumped up from straw weight.
1: Oh, is that what it is? Yep. She uh, enlarged the old.
0: I don't. I think she was having trouble making straw weight beforehand, but they they got bigger.
1: Interesting, it almost seems to me like Paige is preparing for life after the UFC. I think sure he has. Yeah, but I think that. But if she if wants if, to be a fighter, loses tomorrow night, if she I think wants to a be a fighter and break out
0: of how like people think she's just looks, she has to win this fight tomorrow as night. a big, one, big as a one plus five fifty. Then she'll be nine and four, which isn't a bad record at all.
1: But she'll start to garner a little. Okay, maybe some of her household yeah. name status is worn.
0: Step one. Win this fight.
1: Win this fight. It's a big one. Not just
0: by decision. Either. It's a big one for her.
1: The odds are not in her favor. Plus five fifty. So me and Billy discussed it off the air before we came on. Maybe throw a little. Maybe throw a few shekels a on this fanboy. boy. Throw so a little action for a hundred dollars a piece. If she comes out victorious in this one, we would clear about twelve hundred dollars. You know, of course, legally we're not going to advocate illegal gambling, but uh,
0: <laughs> as I've, legal as you could do it.
1: As legal as you could do it, I'm going to try to uh, maybe take a ride <laughs> into the borderline of New Jersey tomorrow. Place the mm-hmm. bet and then
0: come that's, right that's back. That still works. Like, it's yeah. just by your IP address.
1: It's literally your phone gives off a GPS, mm-hmm. and where you are is how it works. If you are in the state of Jersey,
0: what do you, use, you can Kings? bet all you want.
1: DraftKings, yeah. You can do FanDuel, DraftKings, but they all operate the same way where your GPS basically tells us whether or not you're going to be able to do it. It is what it is. You're going to end up
0: on like a watch list tomorrow with if, with this route you're pulling. Yeah, because I'm sure I'm going to be gonna the able to You're going to drive over line. the GW and a pickup. Yeah. Stop. Hop on a gambling site. That's right. Turn right back around.
1: Bet on page.
0: Drive to the southern end of Brooklyn by pizza.
1: Pick up pizza. Come back to Queens Bayside. Beautiful Bayside. Go into. uh, I'll drive through Bayside actually because I got to go to Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza. Big big shout out (laughs) to Anthony. Happening. We're gonna pick up. uh, (laughs) Big shout out to Anthony's. We'd uh, love a sponsorship. Pick up their delicious. Coal-fired wings. Coal-fired wings topped with the peppers and the Oh, delicious. First time I actually had them was with you and uh, and our, our friend Paul, who, by the way, shout out to Paul, picked out our studio today. Picked out the lights. Shows the lights. They look beautiful. Little be- little. Uh, blue and yellow. His choice. I think is they're people colors, on which there? is his hometown. What's that?
0: Does it look a little too bright on there? It looks I a little
1: bright, it. but I don't know if that's because I'm wearing white. Does that play a factor? Get a little white balance?
0: Might be a little too bright. Yeah. I'll anyway,
1: good job by Paul. It looks good when we're in the studio. I don't know if it looks good to the viewer, but, which is really the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> the viewer. But it looks good to us. So good job by Paul Bonanno. Shout out to him. Shout out to Anthony's Skullfire Pizza. So back to recap my day. I'm going into Jersey, GWB, cross it, boom, 200 bucks on Paige Van Zandt. I turn around, I come to the southern end of Brooklyn, pick up a tray of L&B Spimone Guards Gardens pizza, throw that in the back seat, drive through Queens, go to Anthony's Coal Fired Pizza, pick up the wings, come back to Bayside, go to the Bayside Milk Market, another shout-out, sponsor us, pick up their delicious guacamole, some chips, their homemade tortilla chips, absolutely delicious. Bring that back, drop it off. I also forget, I gotta while I'm at Spamoni Gardens, I also got to pick up a couple pints of Spamoni. Okay, so all that, throw that on the table. Billy and his girlfriend Lauren come over, and it's time to watch UFC 251, the moment we've all been waiting for to steal from Bruce Buffer. We'll throw it to you. I'm fired up. (laughs) I am fired up. I have a big day tomorrow. I'm driving all around. I'm hitting states. I'm hitting towns. Everything. Brooklyn, Jersey, Queens. Right through Faye. Right through Faye. Faye is no obstacle for UFC 251. Maybe I'll document my whole trip. Yeah? Yeah. Could be a nice vlog if people want to watch me. That's uh, a
0: serious adventure. Travel around, you know. Might not be bad. It's a crazy menu we got.
1: I tell you what's really crazy is if Paige Zandt wins and we win twelve hundred bucks, kinda makes me. Now
0: we are talking.
1: Now we're talking, huh? Come on, Paige.
0: Two hundred dollars?
1: Two hundred bucks. Hundred bucks each. Twelve hundred. Lickety split, just like that. DraftKings what right was it if account. we did
0: her and Aldo? Because Aldo's a plus one ninety.
1: Well, now you're getting a little bit more uh It was thirty three hundred dollars. So if you want to parlay it and do Page Van Zant into Jose Aldo uh beating Piotr Jan, all of a sudden now two hundred bucks if we win turns that, into thirty three hundred. It's it's that way for a reason though. It's a huge long it shot. It absolutely is. I Page alone. I, I would rather just stick with Paige. Hundred bucks even each on page. Come even $50. on, fifty
0: dollars. Come on, sit there with can a slice $270? of pizza in your hand and
1: ruin on page. I can think of worse things to do.
0: It's true. Come on, come on. Hopefully she doesn't break a implant. <laughs> or maybe hopefully she <laughs> does. What's the odds on that? Wardrobe
1: malfunction <laughs> ever happened in the UFC? Yeah, it has happened.
0: Yeah. Maybe like a nipple. Yeah, some nips, some uh, cracks.
1: Cracks I don't really count. That doesn't
0: really count. It's, you asked about a wardrobe malfunction.
1: That's not a wardrobe malfunction. That's it, another fireball. Their
0: clothes coming off is a wardrobe no, malfunction. No, a nipple. Their clothes are supposed to stay a, on.
1: A nipple popping out of the sports bra is a wardrobe malfunction. Yes. Think of Janet Jackson Circa Super Bowl, whatever that was. most
0: famous wardrobe malfunction I can think of.
1: Nipple. Nipple. Don't give me crack. People see crack all wardrobe the time. Wardrobe
0: malfunction is. No. You know?
1: Honestly, the only way for there to be a wardrobe malfunction in the UFC would be a nipple.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you're not going to see anything else.
0: And it's probably not going to happen to the men either.
1: Yeah, I just don't think I would care if it happened to the men, though. It's <laughs> the only difference. <laughs> but a nipple wardrobe malfunction for a UFC fighter, you would imagine, would happen more. But it doesn't happen that often From uh, in the times that I've watched, at least.
0: I know. Now, Ronda Rousey is talking about how many, how many times it's almost happened to her in the middle of a fight.
1: Now, let me ask you a question. We'll use Ronda as an example here. Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, UFC, whatever the number. Whatever the number. Ronda's grappling with Holly Holm on the, on the ground. They're wrestling back and forth. She's trying to put her in a headlock, a triangle, whatever the hell they call it. And all of a sudden, Ronda, boom, nipple out, pops out. Does Holly Holm give her an opportunity to put the nipple back?
0: Or I feel like it you, might be girl you, code.
1: Or do you seize on the opportunity?
0: I don't know if girl code applies to cage fighters.
1: Almost like blood in the water for a shark. If do you see that nipple and you say she's down,
0: titty twister. <laughs> it's all fair
1: play, right? Do, do you capitalize on the nipple and say, you know what? This is my. And this follow is my time. This is my time. She has as, to put as that as soon away. as she
0: drops her hands to go to the to the nipple. Boom, boom! Right in the face. Right in the kisser. Pow! Right in the kisser. Yeah. What do you think? Um... I would have to look at a rule book because maybe the ref stops. and uh, well, That
1: just doesn't seem fair.
0: Well, think about how many times a mouthpiece comes out.
1: And they stop it, but a mouthpiece is not nearly as integral as a nipple.
0: Actually, I would argue that it's more integral than a nipple.
1: No, Yes, you're absolutely right. I said that wrong. The mouthpiece is important, but the nipple is just embarrassing.
0: You know, it is pay-per-view. It's, uh, actually, if it's on ESPN, 1,000% the ref jumps in.
1: But is it like the NFL where if you've got the dreads coming out of your helmet, you could pull them. You could pull them. Can it's you? your choice. To, absolutely. It's your choice to wear them like that. You could pull them. The nipple pops out. See. But here's my thing now.
0: I feel like there's a lot of error. I feel like the ref just jumps in and says, hey, hey, hey. Her tits out. Pause right there. Maybe even if it's Herb Dean, he'll do a little action for himself. <laughs> you, think, you think Herb cops feel? No. <laughs> Mark Goddard <laughs> might. Let me help you there. Let me help you. <laughs> Mark, uh, Mark Goddard might. What? <laughs> but seriously, we got to look this
1: up. What's the protocol here? Because if if a girl is getting dominated on the mat, like absolute – and same for a guy, we all about equality on the Garage Party Podcast. If a nut pops out on a guy, which would be they a lot all wear harder, spandex, too. right? It would be a lot harder to happen. But is there a a protocol where you get ten seconds to put it back together, put yourself back together? But I gotta imagine if a girl's down on the ground getting dominated, she's whipping out a nipple and saying, "Give me ten seconds."
0: <laughs> People do that with their mouthpiece. They sometimes, you know, yeah, they might, I know. You know, they might be breathing a little heavy, and they, you know, they slip a jab, and but they split their spit I mean, their mouthpiece out. You just, get a quick little breather.
1: Yeah, that's just good strategy.
0: It's not good strategy. It's frowned upon.
1: Of course, it's frowned upon. But it's good strategy if you're getting dominated on the ground, and you, and you have the ability to just whip out a nip.
0: Whip it out. 10 second timeout. Hashtag whip out a nip. Give me the T. <laughs> Give me the T. Found the title for this episode. Give me the nip.
1: <laughs> whip, out, whip out the nip. <laughs> whip out the nip. <laughs> We're to look that up. we got to look at the UFC handbook. Like maybe it's the referee handbook. Because, like,
0: if it's on ESPN, that, you know, it's nudity. No.
1: Is it nudity if it's, if it's sports?
0: What do you mean if it's
1: sports? The Super Bowl halftime show Janet Jackson. Yeah, cuz I was so the, it happened so fast. Like
0: it, it the nip may be seen for a second, but then they're going to cut away. Would they? 1000%. What it's if on that's ESPN, the defining they have
1: moment to. of the match?
0: I I, I don't think I the, like the ref has to Did intervene. you hear the
1: language in the Michael Jordan documentary? You think they're worried about a nip popping out in a UFC like that fight? That's exception. Nah. You think they're worried about a, a nip? If it's
0: like the first fight of the night, 6 p.m. on ES- ESPN, okay, no. people are eating dinner. And you going to see some nips on the
1: television. And how many American families out there do you think are going to be eating dinner and they're just going to start vomiting because they saw a nip on the UFC? Zero. Pie? Zero. But so, it, uh, it's
0: still ESPN's job to prevent it from going out there on cable television.
1: Interesting. What about, if, I mean, now we're slimming the odds even more, but if it's a pay-per-view,
0: yeah, I think you have more leeway there.
1: I think you definitely have more leeway there. I'm just saying, Billy. Then think it's, about Then it. it's just like think what's, about what's it. right and wrong. I'm surprised there haven't been girls whipping out nips left and right to give themselves a timeout.
0: <laughs> it must not be an advantage then.
1: I mean, if you have I mean it's definitely probably found <laughs> upon. It's extremely unsportsmanlike. <laughs> But if you're getting dominated <laughs> on the ground and I know that I can get you off of me, instead of having to actually get you off me, all I have to do is whip out a nip and the herb Dean <laughs> or Mark God is going to call a timeout.
0: Damn right I'm whipping and out the nip. And maybe, yes or no, feel you up. You never know. But you'll <laughs> get the <laughs> 10 seconds off. <laughs> take that chance. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark, Mark yeah, Goddard.
1: Yeah, we're only joking, Mark. We know you you wouldn't feel up uh, uh, Rhonda or Holly. But i look into it. Got to look into it. Have to. So anyway, plus 550 for Paige. I want your prediction for the fight. Give me your prediction for this fight. Obviously, if we bet. If we bet, Page wins by knockout, yeah, second there round. Go. There we go. Mm-hmm. Folks, that's what we call.
0: Spinning back kick mm. to the chin, second yeah. round.
1: Okay, that's what we call wishful thinking, folks. That's. But if we don't bet, he's got Rebus in 10 seconds.
0: No, not 10 seconds. First round? uh, the, She's not really a finisher. I'll give her the second round, though.
1: Okay. So, your official pick, no bet.
0: I'll give her a second round by submission. Rebus. Rebus. Amanda Rebus.
1: All right. You know what? I'm taking Paige. I'm taking all Paige way. all the way. I think I'm going to bet on Paige. Hopefully, we get that if I can get across the border tomorrow without being uh arrested for doing some illegal activity, even though it's completely legal in Jersey. Uh I'm taking Paige, whether we bet on her or not. I think this is her her return to glory. Return to glory.
0: Imagine flying all the way across the world. Doing all this. Eight seconds. First of all, they had to fly to Las Vegas. The American fighters, however, had to fly to Las Vegas. Get quarantined in Vegas Mm -hmm. for either 36 hours. I think it was 36 hours. Hop on a private jet. Granted, this jet was... Amazing, Unbelievable. Yeah. It was one of those crazy private fly-em rights, you know, with those beds. Insane.
1: You watch the UFC Embedded, it's insane.
0: Yeah. And uh, so now you land in Abu Dhabi. The air is literally water. You're in, like, a steam room. And then you're quarantined for two full days. You have to take... Four or five COVID tests during all this. Mm-hmm. And then you go into the octagon and get knocked out in 10 seconds. And then you have to f- do all that and then get home.
1: And then quarantine again when you get home.
0: For longer. For longer, right. I think yep. like a week or mm-hmm. 10 days. That's right. Pretty wild. Would you do it?
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know the money they're getting paid?
0: Some of them more than others.
1: I And also, to be honest with you, I have um, never in my life had the desire to go to Abu Dhabi. I've never had the desire to go to the desert as a whole, with the exception of, like, Vegas. But Abu Dhabi being the real desert, like, as real as it could possibly get, that and, like, Egypt yeah. are, like, the two main like deserts in the, the world. three kings type shit. Yeah, I've never had a desire to go there, but UFC's almost opened my eyes to Abu Dhabi a little bit. I, I, don't, I don't think I would hate going there. It's. I don't know what I would do there.
0: It's pretty low on my list. I would go. Just to see it? Yeah.
1: It's one of those things where if you're going to go, it's a 20-hour flight, so you better be there for at least a week.
0: What else is around there that you would even, you know...
1: I don't know. Du- Israel?
0: Dubai? Dubai is supposed to be
1: beautiful. Dubai is supposed to be fantastic, but I don't know if that's close to Abu Dhabi.
0: I thought it's in Abu Dhabi. It's... Is it in a city? Are we talking
1: about where they're fighting on Yaz Island? Because that's probably like a secluded thing, I would imagine, right?
0: No, it looks like it's pretty like in the middle of everything.
1: Let's Google it. How Where, far is,
0: is Dubai in Abu Dhabi? Is Dubai different?
1: from Abu Dhabi? It is it was in
0: Dubai, man.
1: Okay, you could drive it. It's an hour and 20 minutes.
0: Okay, like and, from and Dubai is in Abu Dhabi? Yeah. Okay, and it's that's from Yaz Island. No, no,
1: no. That not this all Saudi Arabia? Oh. I think as a whole, it's Saudi Arabia. Arabia is Abu Dhabi, Abu and Dhabi Dubai is are a in city Saudi and Yas
0: Islands is a city of a well, island, an island of
1: of Abu Dhabi of um, Saudi Arabia I think I think unless Abu Dhabi
0: is its own thing are they are they countries Are they I don't I don't I don't know these Arab places very well like it's so much easier when it's like you know Mhm <laughs> Albany New York Saudi Arabia that is I
1: not Abu Dhabi. Hmm, interesting.
0: Okay, so where's uh, Abu Dhabi? Is a country? I guess. Abu Dhabi.
1: It's the capital of the United Arab Emirates. Okay. So the United Arab Emirates, the UAE, is a. Uh, yes, is a a country.
0: All right. And then Dubai, Dubai is... Dubai
1: is as well in the United Arab Emirates. In the Emirates. Yeah. Yeah. Shows how little we know about... Uh,
0: but look look at like the landscape of Dubai. It looks universe. unbelievable. Like the
1: Yeah, Dubai looks beautiful. Uh, I think it actually has the tallest building in the world.
0: Yeah, I think so also. Just like the uh, structures are incredible.
1: I mean, you want to go? We can go. Uh,
0: I'll, I'll pass.
1: Garage Party Podcast in Dubai.
0: It's, it's, I wouldn't say no, but it's very low on my list.
1: I don't think I would say no either. It's the desert, though. What, you know, can you sit outside? Can you go for a walk? Can you eat lunch outside at a nice restaurant? Are you going to sweat your balls off?
0: I'm not great with the heat. We talked about this last episode. I'm aren't.
1: not great with the heat either. I hate the heat, especially that desert heat. And this is about as desert as it gets.
0: I feel like it's also humid, too, right?
1: <laughs> would you, I, Here's a question. Would you rather go to Dubai or Egypt?
0: Oh, Egypt, 100%.
1: I would rather go to Egypt as well. I feel like that would just be super cool. To, like, go into, like, one of those pyramids. Because also,
0: like, they have a very nice modern city next to it. Cairo? Yeah.
1: Cairo is modern?
0: Have you ever seen, like, the grid of, like... Pull up Egypt. Mm. You got Egypt... And then it just abruptly stops right into the desert where the pyramids are.
1: Oh yeah. So, so this like is it, actually like a whole city.
0: Yeah, it's like it looks like Manhattan.
1: And then all of a sudden it's just And then it's pyramids pyram-
0: and the Sphinx. Wow.
1: Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's just wild.
0: That's all it's awesome.
1: That is wild.
0: What's that flight?
1: New York to Egypt?
0: Yeah. Can you do that in one? Mm, Skipping and jump? I
1: don't know if you can. Maybe
0: it's the land in like Italy or something first.
1: Any guesses as to the flight time?
0: Is it well? Can you tell me if it's continuous? Is I it one? Can.
1: It is.
0: Because if it's continuous, I feel like it's not that much further than just going to Europe.
1: All right, here we go. Yeah. So we have flights. Uh, would you like to take? Emirates, I feel like that's a nice...
0: Yeah, give me those baller seats.
1: Book a flight. Book a flight.
0: Because if it's one flight, no connections. We leave
1: on Thursday, July 23rd. We return Friday, July 31st. Put
0: my credit card in. There's
1: two passengers. What do we want? We want first class, right? Yep, all the way. All the way. Search flights. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to ask you to guess me two things. I want you to give me the flight time, and I want you to give me the price.
0: Okay. I'm ready. I, got my I don't guess. know if you are. <laughs> <laughs> I have my
1: guess. You have your guess in terms of the flight time? Or well, can you tell me if it's one flight? It or is two one fl- flight. Okay, one yeah. flight.
0: I'm going to say seven and a half hours. <laughs> no. Longer. Okay. Uh, not by much, though. Eight hours, fifteen minutes.
1: Nope, no, nope, longer.
0: Okay, so by a good amount, I missed by at least an hour.
1: Yeah, you missed by. Well,
0: Tell me now. Ten hours I and can't thirty. Take three minutes.
1: guesses. Ten hours and thirty minutes.
0: Ten hours. Ten hours. I wasn't and close. Minutes.
1: Three hours off. <laughs> when you're on a plane for seven, what's another three?
0: <laughs> I wasn't close. You told me I was close. That's why I said nah, forty-five minutes later.
1: In my head, I was thinking about like a twenty-hour flight to Abu Dhabi. Like it's not like that. No. Okay. Ten and a half
0: hours. And then for price, I was gonna First guess about less. I was gonna guess about twenty four hundred dollars a person. No. Cheaper? No.
1: I'll tell you how much it is per person.
0: Thirty two hundred dollars a person. No. Really? Huh.
1: Really? First class, I, Billy. First class When on have Emirates. I priced out real first, first class? First class, class on Emirates. I think you get like a bed, you get everything.
0: Champagne. For 10 hours?
1: For 10 and a half hours. Are
0: you going to tell me? I'm, I'm,
1: you want me to tell you? you yeah. Want to take one more stab. Per person, me and you, we go to Egypt.
0: This is also very short notice. I guess I didn't factor that in. We leave next week. Yep, let probably back. <laughs> We have to yeah. go get vaccines and shit. We, get, yeah. we do,
1: yeah. Uh, like malaria. Typhoid fever. fever and all that shit. Yeah. So anyway, me and you. 16,272 per person. 32,000 for the dose.
0: Wow. All right. I want to put that on my uh, Capital One card. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to give you an IOU. <laughs>
1: 275,000. Might want to hang on to that one. Wow. 16,000. grand. To fly first class on Emirates, which, in all fairness, is supposed to be the nicest airline out there. Yeah. Nicest out there, supposedly. It makes sense. It makes sense. You're going to get a bed. You're going to get champagne. Maybe a little caviar. You're going to get pillows. A blanket. so that you And you're going to get to so Africa. That you, so that you won't get cold in the desert.
0: You're going to get a stamp on your passport. Africa.
1: Egypt is Africa? Yeah. Really?
0: 100%. Come on.
1: Rick. You're sure about this? pure. Egypt is not its own. Boy, I'm really showing how. uh,
0: It's the continent of Africa.
1: (laughs) Egypt is a country. Did you go to school? But Egypt is a country.
0: Yeah. On what continent? (laughs) Egypt. (laughs) He's really not sure about this. (sighs) Just zoom out on the map. And tell me the shape of the continent.
1: Actually, Egypt is on the African and Asian continent. Egypt is a the, Egypt, Egypt a is a transcontinental country, like Russia, Turkey, Azerbaijan, and Kazakhstan. Home of Maria Agapova, <laughs> my favorite UFC women's fighter.
0: This breakdown's going all over. You learn the place. something new every day. This breakdown took some turns. All over the place. Talking about popping tits and
1: uh, whip them out, whip them out, girls. Ten second timeout. You're getting dominated. So Tit.
0: right out. If we both throw, trying to do my quick math here. If we both throw our life savings on Page Van Zant tomorrow, we might be able to buy one ticket. <laughs> <laughs> to Egypt on Emirates. Our
1: life savings. Now, what are you considering your life savings? You, like a, a 401k? Just, what I, just what I have in the checking account. Oh, okay. So, what I have in the checking account, if we bet it on page, we probably would still need some help to get to Cairo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's with her winning. Yeah. No. Couldn't do it. At least not in first class. Yeah. So, there you have it. There you have it.
0: Page is probably not going to pop a tit. I think the odds on that one were like plus thirty thousand.
1: <sighs> probably like thirty thousand on a, on a tit popping out. You know, can't win them all.
0: Jam packed the rest of the card though, so it's a good card without some jam
1: packed. Rose Nama Yunus, Jessica Andraj. Andraj. Following big fight. Following Page,
0: which I thought originally was going to be. I thought it was like an in, it was for an interim belt.
1: Not. Nah. No, it's actually a number one contender's fight. Yeah. So we're going to find uh, out who's going to be the next to face.
0: Uh, Wei Li, who's in Wei China. Wei
1: Li Zhen. God only knows when she's going to be able to fight again.
0: And I think they're having another pandemic there now.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me.
0: So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been surprised if they called this an interim. In my eyes, it's almost like an interim belt. Unless Wei Li can, you know, flee her country. Mm-hmm. Cheese? No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's a UFC preview fight, Billy. Come on.
0: So we have Rose on We got Poiter Jan, Jose Aldo. One of the goats in Jose Aldo
1: shouldn't be there. Sorry.
0: I'm glad he is. Shouldn't be there. I would rather Aljamain, but I'd rather be him over someone I would else who doesn't.
1: Anybody except for Jose Aldo. Somebody who's actually a bantamweight would be nice.
0: So, like, if they threw Garbrandt and just skipped everybody else, you would be I'd be fine cap. with it,
1: yes. He's in the weak class. Why is this man getting a title shot when he hasn't won at bantamweight?
0: It was a close decision. I, it doesn't I don't matter. Agree it's one it fight. Either. I don't agree with it either. It's not his weight class. No. He's also kind of...
1: I think they just wanted to stack this card with names.
0: He is a name for sure, but Definitely a he, name. he kind of fleed the featherweight division because he lost two straight fights to Max Holloway. So learning that he couldn't beat yeah. the new king of that division, kind of jumped down division. You don't see that often where they jump, they go down. You see people go up, you don't see people go down. Yeah. And now he's claiming that this weight cut to bantamweight 135 is easier for him than it was at 145. Right. I don't see the logic there.
1: I don't get that either. I just don't really like... I mean, it's fine. He's on the card. It'll probably be a good fight, but... He's
0: I one don't, of the goats, I for don't, sure.
1: But not of this weight class. Not of this weight class. I, I, I just... It seems to me like they wanted to stack this card with names, which is great, because that's what draws people. I'm fired up for it. I can't wait to watch it, but, like, he shouldn't be there in the Bantamweight title fight. He just shouldn't be. There are other deserving people in the Bantam weight class. And I think Aljamain Sterling has kind of, like, handled this very well. He could be, like, raising holy hell. Yeah. He could be super pissed off right now saying that somebody's getting a title fight that hasn't even won in the weight class that he's dominated for the last couple months.
0: That's what I'm saying, though. If it's going to be anyone getting an undeserving shot, let it be one of the goats of the sport. You know, before he got starched by Connor, he hadn't lost in 10 years.
1: In a different weight class. Why is he not a weight fighting? weight class above you don't just switch a weight class and get a titles fight.
0: I agree with you. I think there are the plenty of people further who've been weight cut weight maybe to his detriment.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm picking. I mean, I don't, we want to give our picks for the fight?
0: I'm going with Poitier Young.
1: So am I. And is this the end of Jose Aldo?
0: No, I don't think so. But had he gone up.
1: But you can't tell me that somebody's deserving of a title fight in a weight class where if they lose, they'll probably never fight in this weight class again.
0: Uh, with a loss, you may you may still see him, but I don't think he's got that many he's more fights getting left up, in
1: him. Yeah, that's what I was that's another point. What is he? Thirty nine, forty? Probably up there is easily to look up,
0: but mm, he's up there. Yeah, I don't know. Been if around in, I don't know if he's that old.
1: <laughs> he's one of the goats of the sport, yes, but that does not necessarily qualify you for a title fight at bantamweight when you're not a bantamweight fighter.
0: From he's, from he's me,
1: much I, younger than we guessed.
0: Thirty four. So, Thirty three. Okay. He
1: seems a lot older. When did he start fighting in the UFC? Eighteen? Uh,
0: well up until not that long ago, uh featherweight and none of that was even there. It was lightweight and up for a long time. So uh he didn't come to the UFC until he like he was already an established champion mm-hmm. when the featherweight division got added. So he was the first featherweight champion. Yeah. And then insert Conor McGregor into the the division.
1: Right. I don't know. I'm excited for it. To me, he doesn't really deserve to be in this in this position. If you wanted to give him another fight, maybe add him to the card, but he doesn't have to be fighting for the title. What give, I'm saying is he, Give him he, a fight against somebody else. Some of, of his credibility
0: would have carried if he went up too.
1: That's what I'm saying. Also, like let him prove that he deserves this first. Let him take out one of the top guys in banding weight first, and then he can fight for a title against whoever would have won the interim belt – this card. But or just
0: keep slugging it out at Featherweight, mm-hmm. too.
1: But that's not the course that they took, so this is what we got. We got Piotr Jan versus Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo, the underdog, at plus 170. So now say Aldo wins, 190.
0: and he becomes a new two-division champ. Like, does that count? He goes down? Is that as impressive as... Well,
1: he's not the champion, at?
0: He's he's held the belt at Featherweight? Before, yeah. yeah. He doesn't
1: right now, obviously. But
0: And he'd hold the belt... At bantamweight, so he'd be one of the few names who have held the belt at two divisions, like you know Randy Couture, uh, BJ Penn, Conor, Daniel Cormier, <laughs> mm-hmm. GSP. Is that is that as impressive as if he go down though? All those guys went up.
1: He's got a long way to go to win this fight, though. Anything can happen. I but think it's a fight. To me, this number is a little. Uh, misleading. I think he's plus one ninety, 30 in Yan's favor. Yeah, I think he's much more of an underdog than that.
0: I, I don't think so at all.
1: I do. He hasn't won at this weight class, and now he's going up against probably the best in the weight class. He had a really close fight with Maul
0: and Marais. <laughs> who, even if if it was Marais and Jan, it'd be close to or similar odds.
1: If he had beaten Marais, I would have said, okay, he can.
0: Some people think he did. Mm. I think those odds are pretty close. It's going to be a close fight, and you're going to be surprised. I don't know. Which is why you weren't in on the parlay.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm in on Page, but now we're asking for a lot. Now we're asking for two upsets tomorrow night. Potentially three, if you're asking for Masvidal to pull it off.
0: Well, I'm rooting for Masvidal to pull it off.
1: Will he, Will he be your pick? Stay tuned. We'll work our way up.
0: I think so. Mm. I think I think mm. he is. We skipped we skipped fight. But six
1: days notice. And I you, mean, you're gonna have him knocking off. The it gym, goes it
0: goes towards Usman too. Like, think about the roller coaster of just his psyche for this. But Usman so go,
1: has at least known that he was going to fight. Masvidal just six days ago was told you're gonna fight. When you think about the travel that's been involved, when you think about the backtrack coronavirus, with backtrack testing, with
0: me. Okay. You get booked to fight. A friend and teammate. Yeah. You have to switch camps. Mm Mm-hmm. Then you have to go through all this pandemic stuff. Yeah. You get to Vegas. You finish your quarantine. Get tested. And are about to hop on a plane. You get a call. It's over. Done. Gone. You hop back on a different plane. Go to Dallas, Texas. You're waiting in the airport. You think you're going home to your daughter get another phone call. You got a new opponent. Yeah, you might be excited, but now you got to go back through all this testing. You got to get quarantined in Vegas again. You got to get quarantined when you get there. Then you have to make weight also. You have to get tested four more times.
1: It's a fair And point. it's an oppo-
0: a dangerous opponent that you didn't prepare for.
1: But for all we know, Jorge Masvidal seven days ago was... I'm saying
0: I'm giving Usman huge props for accepting this also. He could have said... No, that's not the fight I accepted. Yeah, and I didn't train for that.
1: But he's not going to do that because him and Masvidal have beef; they hate each other, and he's not going to do that. He it's seems to me it's like the he fight was, he wanted. Uh, right. But he just think
0: about fight. like that. Take yourself through that ups and downs. So mentally, he has to re hype himself back up. He may have been cruising through camp. It may not have been as effective as a camp because he mean wasn't. He was, well, in that case, that's he wasn't to fueled. How he, feels. he wasn't fueled by fighting Masvidal.
1: But if he was just coasting along, that speaks to how he feels about Gilbert Burns.
0: True, but it was also, you know, someone he knows well, and yeah. just not—he not wasn't fueled by thing. the hate for Mosfidal, He wasn't fueled for—he mm-hmm. wasn't training for that opponent. He yeah, wasn't,
1: there are certain things that Gilbert Burns does that Hory Mosfidal doesn't. There are certain things that Mosfidal does that Gilbert Burns doesn't. So the things that he was preparing for for the last couple of weeks or months or whatever the case might be have been changed. Yes, but at least he's known that he was going to fight somebody. He may have had the opponent in mind. Well, Mosfidal was
0: training too. He was in Dustin Poirier's camp. Training, he was his but main... are you he training
1: as hard if you don't? Mosfidal, if on anything,
0: the knew he who he was going to fight next.
1: But he didn't think it was going to be for another couple months. If but not he, longer,
0: he knew who it was going to be, and he was training. He, he was knew training that he, hard. Well, too. he
1: knew his next opponent was going to be Usman. Yeah, or the champ of whoever is the champion in that weight class.
0: Well, him or Burnt. Well. I think he still wanted Usman, but yeah, he he was training like he was gonna fight Kamara Usman when he was in the camp with Dustin Poirier.
1: Yeah, that's true, but to so me, it's not like he
0: wasn't in shape. He was just so he didn't cut weight
1: yet. Are you more likely to be unprepared? having taken a fight on such short notice, or you... Well, here's the thing. I'll say this.
0: You you, you have to say that they both took the fight on short notice. Well, here's the thing that I'll say. Because they both did.
1: When Gilbert Burns went down with the coronavirus and Jorge Masvidal signed on and everything was passed, uh, COVID tests, you know, negative, the whole thing, he was fine, he's ready to go. When all that happened, all of the pressure of the fight shifted over to Kamaru Usman. Because now Jorge Masvidal, who's fighting for a, a title belt is in an on-lose situation. Sure, he can lose the match, but it was on six days' notice. Who could possibly win on six days' notice? We're going to find out if he could pull it off tomorrow, and I'm going to ask you later on as to whether or not. I'll ask you in a, f- in a few minutes, but it's a no-lose situation for Mosfidal. If he wins, obviously it's great. He wins the belt. He pulls off one of the greatest upsets as, of all time. As, as long
0: as he puts on a competitive fight, it's no lose for it's him. It's no lose for him.
1: All of the pressure when Mosfidal signed on shifted over Kamaru Usman. Now, maybe because Usman's the champ, he had a lot of the pressure against Gilbert Burns, but it wasn't nearly the pressure that he's got going against Mosfidal. All of the pressure now is on is on Kamaru Usman. All of it. Masvidal, if he loses, it's on six days' notice. People will write it off, give him an opportunity to train for a long amount of time, and it'll be a different story. There's no lose situation for Masvidal. Now, my question for you, if Masvidal, and it's a huge if, like we just said, six days notice, if he pulls this off and beats Kamaru Usman and wins the title belt tomorrow night at UFC 251, is that the best, is that the biggest upset in the history of the company? Uh, Six days notice coming in to beat a champion? Is it top five?
0: Yeah, top five for sure. Okay. Uh, Maybe m- top three? Matt, Matt Serra knocking out George St. Pierre was uh, probably the biggest of all time. So, but the, Then you have so much, uh, Nate right. Diaz taking the fight on nine days notice against Conor McGregor. And f- not only beating him, but finishing him. That was one of the biggest. Uh, you had Misha Tate beating uh, Holly Holm. Holly Holm beating Ronda Rousey.
1: But these are a lot of those fights were scheduled. So let's try to keep it to short notice fights. Short notice fights. Now, I don't know if you'll know the answer to this, too. But is this the shortest notice that a fight has ever been agreed upon? No. It's less. There's been less. There's
0: definitely been less. Um, even at UFC, was it 203 to a 4? When uh, Connor threw that hand truck. Yes. That took out the glass the that, that cut michael kies's eye so michael kies had to pull out so i think they found a new opponent for Pettis in that fight and they found um ali aquinto was supposed to fight someone also who had to pull out from that so ali aquinto hopped in on 36 hours notice and fought the champion of could be i can't say that
1: nergamamadov
0: i don't that's not right Nergamadov. Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov. Okay. On thirty-six hours' notice. Nurmagomedov. When he wasn't fighting five for top even five. a top-five ranked opponent. Okay. But there's there's other instances like that too. But this um, will Anderson be up Silva, there. UFC two hundred. Okay. But that this will be up there. That was three days' notice. Jumped in for. Uh, it's huge. Who did you jump in for? John Jones. It was John Jones tested positive.
1: This is almost like the. Uh, the pinnacle of what has been coming for Jorge Masvidal, being an average fighter for many, many years, finally having a He's always been good. He's always been, like always been good. top-tier always fighter. Been good, but, but he's really flipped a switch in the last... Last
0: year. last year, he was fire of the year, and it wasn't even close. Right. It was like him and Adesanya. As our intern's banging his tail around. Yeah. You hear
1: that. He's ready for Masvidal, Usman. Usman. But it
0: just... It just... baits into the legend of... Jorge Masvidal, who used to to fight in the backyard, Kimbo Slice's backyards, you know. Um, One of his most watched videos on YouTube and most, you know, talked about street fights from that era was when he was sitting in the drive-thru of McDonald's, gets a phone call from Kimbo Slice himself to fight one of Kimbo's uh... What do you call that someone Kimbo is you know has under their wing protege a protege, and goes in and beats him, just walks in at you know less than an hour later and beats him in his backyard. granted it's like a barbaric thing to think about, but that just bases into that legend of gamebret that is why he got his nickname
1: yep it's huge. gonna be it's it's gonna be huge, it's gonna be a great. A great card. I'm excited for it. i to get into uh, Volkanovski Holloway a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that one, too. That's, I am excited for that one. I like
1: Volkanovski too. a lot. I like him a lot. I think his, uh, he's got a great personality. Holloway's cool, too.
0: Three guys undefeated in the UFC. <laughs> Jan, Volkanovski, and Usman. All right. They have losses outside of the promotion, but three undefeated in the UFC.
1: If you had to pick one who's that on o? Sunday morning. O is going to go? Yes. Who's O is going to go? Ooh. Pick one,
0: like as a fan.
1: You want it to be Usman. You want Usman. To I'm have also that a huge
0: one. Blessed Holloway fan, Max Holloway.
1: You like Holloway?
0: That's one of my guys. I like
1: Volkanovski a lot.
0: <sighs> See, like I don't think the fight was as close last time as Max thinks it was, because Volkanovski won four of the five rounds. So. Granted, Max is an amazing fighter. I don't know if he could pull it off. Um, So, if I had to pick as a betting thing, whose O would go, I'd say Aldo wins. Okay. But as a fan, I want Usman to lose and Volkanovski to lose. I'm picking Holloway, Masvidal, as fans. But... If I had a bet, I'm going Mosfidal, volkanovsky
1: So you're predicting Mosfidal to win all around?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's all in. He's all in. You've been waiting for this for a while. My official
0: picks, Mosfidal, volkanovsky Peter Yan, Rose Namahunas, and Amanda Rebus. All right.
1: The official picks for me, I'm going to go Paige. I said that before. I'm taking she going to pop a nip? She's not going to pop a nip. Uh, I'm going Rose, not I'm going Piotr Jan. I'm not a huge Piotr Jan guy, but I'm not also. I'm also not a huge Jose Aldo guy. Piotr Jan is fine. He's dominant. He's this. He's that. You know, I don't know. You it, just want to pop a tit too? He doesn't. You yeah. Need, you need some flair. I would love it if he popped a tit. Most likely, he's going to pop a tit, two tits. Most likely because <laughs> they usually fight with their shirts off. So uh, Piotr Jan, whatever. They, you know, he's not my favorite, but I'm picking him to win. I love Volkanovski a lot. Love him. Uh, I'm gonna take you like Volkanovski the, uh, to win. The Aussies. I love the Aussies. I love the accents. Big fan. And then I'm taking Kamaru Usman. And my heart wants me to take Masvidal because I think it would just be one of the coolest things ever to see fucking Masvidal pull this off after six days. But my mind is telling me there's no way Kamaru Usman is just a machine, and it's just not really plausible to think that somebody can come in on six days rest, fly literally across the world, and win. It's just, it's a lot to ask. But listen, Masvidal, if anybody could pull it off, it's him. But my pick, my official pick is going to be Kamara Usman. I just think he's been preparing for this much longer than Masvidal has. Masvidal could say he's been training for the last couple months of the quarantine, but really, we don't know. We don't know what he's been doing. No idea. Must have been in pretty good shape, though. I he think, just cut uh, 23 and a I half think pounds.
0: I when it's Jorge, you do know. I don't think. He's not the type to just come off the couch and do this.
1: I'm not saying he's coming off the couch. There's just a difference between training for a fight and training. If you know that you have a fight in a month, you're going to kick it into gear. If you're just showing up at the gym every day and sparring with your trainers, it's a lot different than training for a fight. So, uh, My official pick is going to be Kamaru Usman, but I really hope Jorge Masvidal pulls it off because I think that would be one of the coolest things that's ever happened in the sport.
0: And we will be watching very closely we with will. a handful of snacks.
1: Snacks is an understatement. <laughs> snacks is an understatement. A
0: handful of gluttony.
1: We're gonna. I'll post it on the social media tomorrow. Our uh, snacks that we have: L and B, maybe some Anthony's coal-fired wings, some Bayside Market guac, some chips, some Spumoni. Quite a day. It's unbelievable. Quite a day. We should probably eat that before 10 o'clock, though, right? Or else we're going to be, like, dying. I don't know if I can eat all that food at 11 o'clock at night.
0: See, I feel like it depends when we get some of it. Like, <laughs> Unless, we,
1: should should we be on the same time as them? Should we get our, our mindset into their, into so their time? You want to
0: stay up all night tonight? Is what you're saying? You want you want to not sleep tonight and play do... Warzone? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> play Warzone. Get on See? the same
1: mindset as them. <laughs> Fall asleep during page and wake up when uh, the last what t- fight. What time is would we have
0: to?
1: We'd have to stay up tonight and probably go to bed at like 6 a.m. tomorrow. Huh. Get eight hours of sleep. Seven, For eight,
0: what? Nine. Just just to <laughs> just to be tired when we watch the fights. Yeah.
1: No, we'd be well rested. If we sleep from like 8 a.m. until... Oh, you're
0: saying fall asleep at 6 a.m. I'm saying
1: right now we're awake. We stay awake until 8 a.m. tomorrow, go to sleep, eight hours of sleep, wake up, and boom, fight's starting a couple hours.
0: You're going to be making a mad dash to make all those stops we need to make?
1: Yeah, I'm only going to have a couple hours. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think I'll get a good night's sleep tonight because i got a big day. i got to run around all over the place tomorrow. Across the GW. I'm hitting states. I'm hitting cities. I'm hitting towns. Planes, trains, and automobiles tomorrow, Billy. Bets are being placed. Pizza's being eaten. Fighting
0: through this storm of Faye. Fay Got nothing on me. It's got some nothing. serious objectives ahead of him. We have big fights tomorrow. That's we right. We have... Uh, Huge day. Huge day. Yeah, we have some research to do also. What do you got? We have to look up what happens if a nipple comes out. It's a
1: legitimate question.
0: We also have to look into... <laughs> Funding our trip to Egypt, <laughs> and we have to look into some naming algorithms for hurricanes and uh, storms.
1: I'm telling you, I'm sticking by Hurricane Dick.
0: Hurricane Dick? Yeah. Tropical Storm Dick. I would. Do uh, they name tsunamis? I don't think they name tsunamis.
1: Tsunamis don't really occur outside of you
0: know, the Philippines. Like Philippines. That, that area. Malaysia. When, uh, where I was in Thailand had gotten wiped out by a big uh, tsunami.
1: That's what I'm saying, though. Like, a tsunami is the most dangerous out of all of them because a tsunami can literally just wipe out an entire town or so an entire city, depending on So this. can a
0: hurricane or a twister. Of course. Twisters are scary.
1: Twisters are scary. I, You know what? Tornadoes, a big fear of mine because you don't know where it's going.
0: Yeah, it's really scary. I agree. I'm not saying it sarcastically. I'm saying it. No, it's really I, I'm scary. legitimately
1: scared of a tornado. Would, like the eye?
0: See, I know what your answer is going to be. Would you be one of the people who would chase it? Absolutely not.
1: Yeah. Absolutely not. I think okay. it'd be cool, but.
0: <laughs> You'd probably know my answer, too.
1: You would chase it. Yeah. 1000%. You would love it. You'd get out with your camera and take photos and hope for the best.
0: I would say that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but depending where you are, you might just wait a few hours. You might see another one.
1: I'm sure if you want to see a tornado, it would be a lot cheaper to fly to Oklahoma than it would be Well, see, like, once Lyra. I get
0: there, I feel like, all right, hop in, the, uh, hop in the car, drive the other direction. What do you mean? If if I'm filming it, taking photos of it, I could be further away, you know, <laughs> use the wide-angle lens, use longer lens. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to be further away. And if I get a little tornado, scared, I just leave. You yeah. know, it's not like a tsunami. I can't photograph a tsunami.
1: Yeah, you just leave. I'm sure. It's not like people's lives have been destroyed by those before. <laughs> like the hurricane. Just, why didn't they just think to leave? <laughs> <laughs>
0: earthquake. <laughs> and the ground just comes out from underneath you? and It breaks earthquake. beneath you?
1: Yep. I've, but I've lived through an earthquake before.
0: I haven't. I've been to California a whole bunch of times. Never I wasn't in California.
1: It happened here. It was like 2000 and...
0: Oh. Actually, I was upstate for that. I remember that. Yeah, happened. I
1: remember that. Yeah. It's like 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, I didn't feel any of it, though.
1: I felt it. I was in my bedroom playing Xbox Go Figure. And uh, the room just started to sway. And it didn't have a name.
0: Yeah. Poor had I known
1: to look out for like. It may have had a
0: name. It may have been Dick.
1: Barry. I would have been like, all right, well, now at least may, I know Barry's on It may have way. been Earthquake Dick. Maybe. Earthquake Dick. 2.0. It's possible.
0: 4.0, hopefully, if you ask him. Who? The Earthquake Dick.
1: He would prefer it to be a 4.0. Yeah. The stronger the Earthquake, more dangerous it is. You think? I don't think that it's a 4.0, <laughs> though. Doesn't
0: it go up to 10? It's a Richter scale, right? I think a Richter
1: scale goes up to 10. I th- A 4.0 is actually kind of mild. I think they go up to 10. I
0: thought a 4.0 was, like, really strong.
1: No, there's, that's the hurricane. I, mean, I know category there's... Category 4 is as high as you can n- go.
0: No, like, I think a 4.0 is, like, a strong earthquake, though. A
1: strong earthquake, but there have been some, like, 7.9s
0: and... Yeah, but the one that gave us tremors here in New York, probably... probably. Like
1: th- that was probably, like, a 4.0. Like you think three? it was a 4? Like I 30. thought a 4 6. was like strong. It was pretty strong.
0: I thought we looked this up one time the like the earth sway. We were pulling up the numbers and the one that like took down the world series in San Francisco that was, was like a... I think it was like a 5.6 or 6.1 or something like that.
1: And that destroyed a lot. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So that was 2 points. <laughs> so maybe like a, a big s- difference. Yeah, it's a big I, it has to be. Like did a lamp even fall over in
1: New York? My room like swayed. To the rhythm of the
0: music. And did anything swayed. like break or fall?
1: Not in my place. But I know some buildings in the city were evacuated. You know, if you're in like a 80-floor building, it starts swaying. Guess what? You're going to be nervous. Yeah. You got to get the hell out of
0: there. Can't take good pictures of it either. It's just like no. underneath the earth.
1: I'd like to know how we're going to fund this Cairo trip. <laughs> we're going to need a lot of sponsorships. We're gonna need Anthony's cold fire pizza. We're gonna have to order a lot of wings tomorrow.
0: Hit us up, L and B. At this point,
1: we've already we've we've shouted you out a lot. We've shouted you out twice now, if not more. Maybe some more. Actually. You
0: know, we're not even ten episodes deep, so and the fact that we've spoken about it on it, at least three of them, at least three, so and, a, more, and a vlog, it's, it's close got to forty
1: percent of our content our is content. based off of L and B's
0: And then we have a vlog too, yeah.
1: A whole vlog dedicated to them, entitled "The Best Pizza Ever Made." What more of a title do you need for that? What more? What more do you need? Just pay Sponsor us. Sponsor us, the Garage Party Podcast, brought or to you. give us free pizza by Ellen B. Simonian. Just, just
0: comp us a couple uh, mm. Sicilians, huh?
1: They could. Huh? They could. Yeah. I would take it. I wouldn't say no.
0: I know you wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no. Big card
1: tomorrow night, UFC 251. <laughs> We're going to enjoy the L&B Smoney Gardens. We'll enjoy the Anthony's Coal-Fired Wings. I'm going to be driving all the way around through Faye. I'm going to different states, cities, and towns. Uh, should be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. We gave you our official picks. I will put up on our social media tomorrow uh, what our final snack smorgasbord probably like. won't
0: be a vlog up today but we will probably vlog a little bit of our reactions yeah we had some plans to do a fights. vlog today
1: but Faye unfortunately is not cooperating so we're not gonna be able to do that today yeah. but um, it'll be uh it'll be up soon also
0: still haven't given you guys any content with the drunk goggles that's yeah. still to come that's definitely still to teaser come. is in last week's episode
1: we wanted this episode to really be uh ufc centered being the magnitude of the card uh Things changing over the last couple of weeks with Mosfet being added on, we wanted to dedicate a whole show to that. So, but we're gonna get back once this is all done, said and done. The dust settles on this, we'll definitely figure out something to do with the drunk goggles. We've debated cooking with them. I don't know if it's good to use fire. I couldn't even see in front of me. I tried. I tried, see a, the hand in front I of tried playing
0: Call of Duty with it the other day. How'd that go? It it took me till like the last forty seconds of the game to get one kill.
1: Wait a minute, you played an entire game with them on? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I had to like. Lay down on the floor after that, yeah. Because I d- I got like crazy motion sickness. Yeah,
1: I I could see that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Lunatic. I got a kill though. Um, what, what was his back turned towards you? He just came <laughs> up behind. I just
0: him? I just didn't stop shooting, <laughs> <laughs> and
1: a bullet just hit yeah, somebody. I just
0: happened to get a kill.
1: All right. Well, I think that's episode seven, Billy. We're getting closer to ten. We should have a uh, episode it was a doozy. ten uh, party. Garage Party Podcast. We should have like a party with uh, episode 10.
0: Yeah. how Every. about like an episode 100 party. Could be. With Paul Bonanno as a guest.
1: Mm, I'd like that. He could pick out the lights if he wants again.
0: He could pick out the lights anytime he wants. Yeah. If you're listening.
1: We'll give him the uh, control of the lights. But episode 7. YouTube. Spotify. iTunes. SoundCloud. Google Podcasts for Paul Bonanno. The only one I think who listens on Google Podcasts.
0: Follow us on Instagram. At Garage Party Podcast. And TikTok. At TikTok. Garage Party Podcast. That's right. Email us. At garage Party tag. Podcast at gmail dot com.
1: There's no at. It's just GaragePartyPodcast at gmail.com. I'm just literally <laughs>
0: saying email us at
1: Oh, I see I thought you were telling me to give like a Twitter symbol.
0: No. Uh, no. There's not an at GaragePartyPodcast gmail. at
1: gmail.com. Shoot us an email.
0: Email us there. It's we're not gonna, there.
1: Yeah. We're gonna document our uh watching of the UFC two fifty one tomorrow. I'm gonna work I keep. I'm trying to get a guest. I'm trying to get a guest. I was so close I'm this I'm glad week. you
0: didn't for this one because I feel like – No,
1: yeah, me too. I'm glad because we were able to just kind of take it and run with it and do our All own right. thing. But I am trying to get us a guest. It's just I, I'm trying to figure out whether or not – I tried to get us a UFC guest. I'm not going to say who I tried to get. I tried to get us – I may try to get us a food guest in the future to help us with the Fat Fuck Adventures. Um, it seems like that's a good possibility of happening. So maybe in the next coming weeks, definitely stay tuned for that. But I think it's a good show. UFC 251, enjoy it tomorrow. Free the nipples. Free the nips.